You're listening to On Purpose with Tyrone Ross, brought to you by the Coindesk Podcast Network. This show is for advisors, by advisors, on all things crypto, and we appreciate you. And now, here's Tyrone. All right. Thank you all for joining me. Just got done on Clubhouse. The Bitcoiners are taking over Clubhouse. I was in a really good room with Dan Held and Nick Carter, a few other folks, Muneeb, all those folks you should follow, by the way, all my financial advisors tuning in. But they were talking about something that inspired this along with the conversation that I had earlier today about Bitcoin narratives and the narrative around digital gold. Also had a conversation with a financial advisor today that reached out to me wanting to talk about Bitcoin. And usually when advisors reach out, it's how do I get started? Tell me about the compliant, you know, uh, way of working with it, the regulatory environment. How do I access it? Fees, things like that. But this was the CIO of an RIA. And they wanted to simply, Tyrone, sell it to me. Like, what's the bull case? Why? Should I start to entertain it as a viable asset class for clients? I don't get to do that often, right? If you follow me, I make it very clear that it's the use case for the unbanked and financial redlining and how it's impacting financial services. So yeah, I think that's very simple. I've said that before. I did it on a previous episode. Go check that out. But the digital gold narrative, and he asked about that for me. And that's what this is going to be about, right? As far as financial advisors are concerned, is Bitcoin digital gold? I will answer that in a minute. But what is interesting here is a few lessons, right? To go bigger, the macro view, bigger top down. So financial advisors need to make things relatable to clients, as do humans when we are trying to make sense of anything that we aren't familiar with. Well, this kind of reminds me of this, or this kind of works like that. So I think when you do that, it's easy to make it relatable. So for financial advisors, for the purpose of their own edification, when you look at Stan Drunkenmiller and Bill Miller and Ray Dalio now, and even Howard Marks and a few others that are starting to look at Bitcoin as more than just this really geeky invention is that digital gold narrative. Dan Held was talking about this. Shout to Dan Held. If you guys don't follow Dan Held, he's a brilliant mind. Awesome Bitcoin mind as well. Great experience as a, as a product manager and builder. Follow him on Twitter and read his work. He was talking about, well, as far as when you find your product market fit and the Bitcoin as digital gold narrative fits now, we should run with that, right? We've grown out of the, you know, peer-to-peer payment system, now the digital gold. I will say personally, and this advisor asked me, Tyrone, do you think it's digital gold? And I'm like, well, I'm not there yet. I do look at it as a long-dated call option on a store value, which store value, gold, all right, may get there. But right now, Even within our own borders, you can make, as you get away from the elite, privileged, money-fluent folks in financial services and capital markets, I was on a call today, shout to Andre Serrano and 
Carlos Acevedo. Follow them on Twitter as well. We were talking about helping folks in the South Bronx, in Bronx Community College. The digital gold narrative really doesn't fit there, right? But you go to Park Avenue, you go to Wall Street, all of a sudden that digital gold narrative fits. It's not really the best conversation to have with those where 50% of the population are unbanked in the poorest congressional district in the country. So even when you look at this, right, narratives change based on where your feet are with Bitcoin. But for the sake of financial advisors in this conversation that I was having today, digital gold fit. And based on some of the places he was reading about it, The Economist, Wall Street Journal, right? Not the best places to learn about Bitcoin, but they are writing to a particular audience where, again, that digital gold narrative fits. And that same narrative fits when the financial advisor is trying to have a conversation with the client and the client is asking questions and, well, what is it? Saying internet money, what else in my portfolio is like internet money? Hmm. But when you say digital gold, all right, clients can wrap their heads around the digital part and they can wrap their heads around the gold part, right? Because they probably own gold in a portfolio already. And then you can get into asymmetric returns and uncorrelated to other assets in the portfolio. And, you know, you can kind of, well, Bitcoin is mined and there's gold mined, right? You can start these little basic framework for an advisor to understand and also make it relatable to clients. So as far as advisors understand, yeah, it is digital gold because it's easy for them to start to understand. It's some of the most brilliant capital allocators and in, in investors, family offices, sovereign wealth funds, wealth managers, whatever the case may be, that digital gold narrative seems to prevail uh, right now. And I think it will for financial advisors as well. And in this case, as financial advisors start to look at allocating on behalf of clients and starting to learn themselves, it's probably a great way for financial advisors to get familiar with Bitcoin and start to understand it. And wherever you start to gain your understanding, no one can tell you where is the best place to start. You're going to come to Bitcoin through the lens that you're looking through. I was a financial advisor, but I came to it as someone who grew up in an unbanked home. If I'm a CFA or CFP and, I'm, and I've gone to you know, uh, business school and I have an MBA and all these other things and I'm familiar with efficient you know, market hypothesis and discounted cash flows and all of these other things, this traditional framework I bring when I start to look at Bitcoin. But as I start to learn, I can decouple some of that and start to break that old mindset and learn about all of the intricate ways and other things you can do with Bitcoin that makes it so different from gold. But again, for the sake of this conversation and for advisor's edification, is it digital gold? Yeah, right. You can, you can make that argument. Is that an easier way for financial advisors to fulfill their fiduciary you know, responsibility to clients and start to gain an understanding? Yeah. Is it something where you can model Bitcoin versus gold, show that in a portfolio for clients and show them that? Yeah, absolutely. And really start to say, okay, well, maybe we put them in a portfolio together. Maybe we replace gold with Bitcoin, right? And you also start to look at, okay, well, a financial advisor that's having this conversation with clients also has to look at this. 
where is it going to go in the portfolio? Is it, an alt, is it the alt, alt sleeve, right? Alternative sleeve of the portfolio? Are we replacing it with equities, right? If you're just saying oh, it's a speculative asset. So that framing has a lot to do with not only how you frame it to the client, how you frame it to your investment committee, right? If you are an RAA that has to educate five advisors, 50 advisors, 500 advisors, 5,000 advisors, and how you start to say, okay, well, if we put this in the portfolio and we start to, you know, update our stakeholders beyond clients, like this is how we are looking at it constructively. Digital gold fits that. So I think as we continue as financial advisors and those that are, again, retail-facing fiduciaries to make sense to clients, and again, all advisors want to look smarter for the clients, I think that digital gold conversation is a lot easier to have than saying it's internet money or, you know, just, well, it's a speculative asset or, you know, it's hard money and all of these things that we hear bantied about all the time. Financial advisors have to, again, gain their own understanding, but also have conversations with clients that leads the client closer to, again, achieving their financial goals. And when you're able to frame any asset that way, I think it's a lot easier, air quote, sell to a client. But in this case, advisors are getting a lot of questions from clients. So it's an easier way to frame it for clients. And again, we spoke about a lot of different things that this advisor had questions about. He asked about Tether. He asked about, you know, the volatility, right? And and talking about the volatility in Bitcoin versus the volatility in gold. We spoke about how Bitcoin has a lot of issues with pricing, right? And, you know, price discovery and, and prime brokerage, all of these things. And of course, right, you talk about, all right, well, what does this mean for how I access it? So with that, it was, all right, is it digital gold? And I knew where the conversation was going next was retirement accounts. Digital gold, retirement accounts kind of makes sense, right? At Merrill Lynch, I remember one of the best financial planners I've ever been around. Shout to Ian. Every financial plan that he ran for a client, when you got to the portfolio section, there was gold in that client's portfolio. Don't care their age, <laughs> don't, don't care their job, don't care their goal. You need some allocation to gold. He was a big metals guy overall. So when you look at it, all right, digital gold, retirement account, again, building a construct for clients and the advisor, all right, this kind of makes some sense. You start to see how a lot of financial advisors now, similar to some of the largest investors in the world, are going to come to this. All right, it's a digital gold conversation. I can have that with my team. I can have that with my clients. I could talk about that publicly. I can understand that, all right, the FCTC says it's a commodity, right? Not a security to the SEC, property to the IRS, right? These frameworks, right, of of how all folks are looking at it across the landscape of Wall Street, across the landscape of regulatory bodies, across the landscape of influencers in the space. As financial advisors now start to sit and say, all right, 
if I'm actively going to do this, I need a model, right? I need to be able to relate it to something familiar. I need to be able to, you know, really model it in a portfolio. And I need to be able to show some credible investment thesis as to why Bitcoin is something that our firm should allocate to on behalf of clients. So with that out of the way, I think it's really interesting here to go back to the original question, right? Is Bitcoin digital gold as far as advisors are concerned? Again, yes. But there are advisors like myself and others that have been in the space for a while and can appreciate the fact that Bitcoin can take on other characteristics and properties. And you come to those as you start to be in the space longer. I also think that as financial advisors start to sit with clients and start to finally put money to work for clients, start to, again, do portfolio reviews and do all of these things, right? Depending on, again, the client's goals and age and all this other stuff. Because again, I say with my clients, it wasn't really a digital goal conversation. It was, all right, this is kind of like venture, right? It's early, it's technology. All of the, you know, startup investors and, and folks in Silicon Valley are in and all of the really cool hip folks are in. It was more of a venture bet for younger clients. Not really the digital gold conversation with older clients and seasoned clients and understanding the true value of something that is durable, of something that is scarce, of something that doesn't perform the same in portfolios, right? Understanding that, all right, Bitcoin doesn't have a yield, neither does Bitcoin. Now, can you get yield on Bitcoin and all those other things? We spoke about this. I told him about that. He wasn't aware. So again, that's where things can get a little murky, a little different. But for the sake of what Warren Buffett always talks about when he talks about gold, where's the cash flows, right? It's just a pet rock. And sometimes you do want that in a portfolio. So again, we're not going to really get into the numbers here and performance of all of that. Again, this is just for the building a fundamental model for financial advisors to finally come to, right? Because again, you can't really pitch the it's cash to a client to put in a portfolio. You can't sell the, well, it's, you know, this wonderful monetary policy put into a portfolio. You can't sell, it's a technology that allows you to be peer-to-peer -peer in real time and, all right, that's great technology. What does that mean for my portfolio? But the minute you say digital gold and everyone in the room in Clubhouse kind of agreed here that the narrative has shifted. And if you look at the overarching theme right now and narrative is, Bitcoin is digital gold, right? The people that matter, it's a digital gold pitch, right? You started to see, you know, a lot of firms do commercials around this, right? In the crypto space and pitch it as digital gold. And shout out to Dan Tapiero, again, all the advisors out there, if you don't follow him, he does a really good job of balancing his interest in gold versus interest in Bitcoin. Again, while we're here, you talk gold, shout out to Peter Schiff too. <laughs> it is what it is. So I think as financial advisors start to come into this space, I think as they start to gain an understanding of what Bitcoin is and its place in a portfolio, pair this with what I was saying last week about advisors missing crypto or 
doing a disservice to clients. I think it's not a disservice and you're not missing it if you look at it as digital gold. I think that is a good place to start. I think that is a good way for financial advisors to frame it for clients and also for their own understanding and also for their teams. So when they start to have webinars, when they start to send out their emails or you know, do their podcasts, it's like, here's how we are looking at Bitcoin. We look at it as digital gold, da-dun, 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 right? And you give your reasons for that. So again, to tidy up here and pull this all together, is Bitcoin digital gold as far as financial advisors concerned? I think so, for a lot of different reasons. And I think it's easy for them to gain an understanding, educate clients, find research and materials that support that thesis and be able to, one, make that to themselves and their teams, two, make that to their clients and all key stakeholders, and three, when the regulators come, say, yeah, we were running with the digital gold narrative here, and we have research to support this, we have documentation to support it, we use these vehicles, and we did it in this account, and we did it for this client and based on their risk profile and, you know, the investor policy statement and so on and so forth. That is my take. I think as Bitcoin grows and it starts to, again, pervade more financial services, maybe the narrative change again. But I think for right now, for financial advisors, again, not me personally, but I do think the digital gold narrative prevails and it is a good starting point. All right. If you made it this far into the conversation, you know what's coming nokidhungry.org feed a hungry child if you can shout to my coindesk family shout to everybody that continues to like share subscribe i will see you on the next one live on purpose i appreciate you